Hey guys, Matt here. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up before we launch into this special episode. You're going to hear us talk about our social media pages, but we had not set them up at the time we recorded this, but I'm happy to tell you we have our Twitter page, our Twitter handle. You can follow us at KM Wrestling Pod. That's all one word, at KM Wrestling Pod. If you want to submit your special WrestleMania card, send us a question, a topic, something you'd like to hear us touch on. And also feel free to drop us a line at our email, which is kmwrestlingpod at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, welcome back. We're going to do something a little fun today, a little different. We're not going to be talking about current WWE or talking about... Uh, anything that's happened in the last few weeks. Instead, we're going to be having a little WrestleMania draft. And right. Chris, this was your idea. This was my brainchild. Yeah, and and when you said, "Hey, I want to give this a shot," I didn't I didn't hesitate. I was like, "This sounds great. I can't. I want to do this. I can't wait to do it." So, uh, if you can explain to the fine people what we're doing today, what the rules are behind it, and and what to expect. Uh, as we go through this here, um, so uh, everyone, you know, everyone's in the March Madness mood. But after March Madness, everyone gets hyped up for the NFL draft, which is always a favorite event of yours and mine. Well, not always because well, usually the Lions do something stupid, right? But this is the time of year us Lions fans get a chance yes. to say, "Hey, they could turn." We've it got a chance, and yeah. then you know, um, kind of like WWE creative. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. I know we wanted to do something special for as we as we got closer to WrestleMania, do a, a, a special bonus episode of the podcast. Um, and originally, I was thinking we were going to do something generic and lame, like you know, top five WrestleManias, which wouldn't have been very uh, thrilling because I know that you know the top two or three, you know, we have the same ones there, and most people kind of most people kind of do. So it's just, you know, just wasn't going to be that compelling. Um, so I was uh, working on my, you know, I work every other weekend. And when I work the weekends is when I catch up on all my, uh, well, the Conrad Tr- Holy Trinity and then Edge and Christian uh, podcasts. Um, so I was listening to something to wrestle with, uh, the, the Stone Cold Steve Austin 1997 episode. They were talking about Bret Hart versus Austin from WrestleMania 13. And Conrad said something about how it was, you know, the greatest WrestleMania match of all time and his favorite match, period, of all time. And I got to thinking, okay, yeah, that one's up in the in the discussion. There are a few others. What is the best WrestleMania match of all time? And then I took it a step further. What if we each took turns picking... Uh, a previously agreed upon amount of matches back and forth like a draft and seeing who puts together the best quote-unquote Wrestlemania card. Um, so I texted you with the idea and you loved it and so that's what we're going to do today. And there's there's a few rules that are in place here. Yes. Um, part of the reason why I was so excited for this is it, it gives us a chance to kind of look back and we, we're going to spend a little time talking about our picks. Um and also, I saw something last year, the guys over at Court of Nerds and That's So Braven, uh, shout out to those guys, they did something where they did a, a faction draft with 80s and 90s stars, and when I saw that, I was I was admittedly jealous. It's like, man, that's a lot of fun. 
Uh, I wish I had an outlet to do something like this. And then when you brought this up, it was like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and to be clear, um, I know, cause I know I, I, I talked about this idea with, with a couple people and they were kind of confused. We, we are picking matches that have already happened. Yes. Like we're not like making our dream WrestleMania cards as far as, Oh, well I want to see Macho Man versus Daniel Bryan or something like that. No, we're, we're picking matches that have already happened at WrestleMania. Yeah. Those like those matches as is are what we're picking. And full disclosure, we uh, we recorded an episode of this last week before yes. we let, we had a, a concert we were going to together, and we tried to rush it, and uh, it was just it, it was it was bad radio, as Mike Fellaini would would say here locally in Detroit. It, so um, we are doing well, it again this week. Let's let's, and, let's put it all out on the table. <laughs> I'm not going to say what you did. No, I'll admit it. But but Matt made a like An unforgivable sin. No, absolutely. And, and I'll, full transparency, we decided like, hey, we've got a little time before we leave. Why don't we try to knock out this WrestleMania pod? And neither one of us had really given it a ton of thought outside of, hey, we're going to do this idea. Uh, and I built a WrestleMania card without WrestleMania, Mr. WrestleMania on it. And we looked at the card and I went, uh, uh, pardon my language, I went, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> um... And it just so it worked out in my favor that when I went back and listened to the audio, I was like, ah, we probably shouldn't p- publish that because it was so rushed and we, we clearly hadn't fleshed out the idea. So because I'm such a nice guy. No, absolutely. Uh, we are we are pretty much, um, and I guess you'll just have to take our word for it. Maybe I'll post both on, on, on our social when we get those up yep. and running so people can see that they are. Um, but for the most part... Uh, we're not changing it up. We're not changing it. It's not a redraft. Like, we're not redrafting. These are uh, uh, at least up until a certain point. Because um, I know spirit. my last two, my my last two, uh, I'm not happy with. Because, again, you know, we were kind of rushing and I was trying to pull things out of thin air. Yep. So. So why don't you give everyone the rules and then uh, we will get right into it. Okay. So the first rule is. Um, you can't have the same WWE superstar in multiple matches. Correct. So therefore, uh, you cannot have um, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin and then turn around and have Bret Hart versus Owen Hart on your card. That don't work. (laughs) Um, So that's rule number one. Rule number two, um, you can only have one of the following... uh, world title so that's wwe slash wwf uh world heavyweight title big gold belt or the universal championship yep. you can only have one of those you can only have one mid card uh so intercontinental intercontinental title. u.s european um one women's title one tag team title match you don't have to have any of those if you don't want to but you can only have one of each if if you so choose um, you can only have one gimmick match, such as a ladder match or cage match or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, did I miss anything? I don't. I think that was that was every. Oh, oh no, 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 no rematch. Rem- yep. No rematch rule. So what that means is, if I were to pick um, the Roxena match from WrestleMania 28, yes, Chris could not come back and say, "Well, I want Roxena from WrestleMania 29." Right. So Correct. once that once one matchup is off the board, it's any other matchup containing those two in the same 
is is also off the board. And you're going to see that right away in our first round here. Yes. Yeah. So, um, when we did the coin toss, yes. I was... Matt won the coin I toss. I won, which gave me first pick. We are going to do this snake style. And for yes. those of you that aren't familiar with um, how a, a snake draft works, since I get the first pick... Chris then gets picks two and three. Then I come back and get picks four and five, so on and so forth. Um, that way, the person who gets the number one pick is at a slight disadvantage on the the comeback, uh, but not really because we're we're kind of working within some parameters here. So yeah. Uh, and with my first pick, uh, I followed the wisdom of one Conrad Thompson. I'm wearing my Bret the Hitman Hart shirt at the moment. I went with Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 13, the submission match. Uh, it is the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. I know you have something else that you want to make an argument for, but you're wrong. It's not only the greatest WrestleMania match, it's the most important match in WrestleMania history because it's the match that catapulted Stone Cold from being a guy that everyone was, not everyone, but a lot of people were behind and there was some momentum to to this this star that everyone that had they wanted that blue collar tough guy mentality when when he powers out of the sharpshooter and the blood is streaming down his face uh but he just can't get over the hump it's such an image and it made steve austin it's one of the most iconic images in wwe history um we talked on, on the weekly pod about how WrestleMania isn't so much about storyline, it's about moments. That's a perfect example. Um, a lot of people, I don't think, um, unless you're super nerds like us, they don't real. you know, I don't think people think that, you know, those two had been feuding for like six months Yep. going into the, you know, it started back in, the, in that fall with, with Austin calling Brett out before Brett even came back to the company. Uh, after taking time off after WrestleMania 12, you know, and then, and then they had a, almost as good uh, of a match at Survivor Series. That, great match that, at Survivor Series, at, yeah. That previous year. So this has been, you know, building for a while, but you, you don't always think about You just think of that that image of Austin and the sharpshooter, blood pouring down his face, like you said. They made a T-shirt out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, and it's it's not only that, but it's it's the best double turn in the history of the business. Oh, Bret for Hart sure. To that point, had been a good guy, or had been a face, a good guy for, God, seven years at that point, mm-hmm. six seven years. He was internationally beloved. His whole so, singles run, he was a good guy. A Stone good guy. Cold was supposed to be, he, by traditional standards, he was supposed to be a bad guy. And that night, he went from being a bad guy to being the most over babyface, and Brett. Turn his back on everyone. That image of him walking up the aisle, flipping that kid off mm-hmm. with a, a young Colt Cabana in the background. It's just, it's great. I just, I love everything about that yep. match. From start to finish, it gets off, it starts off hot. It doesn't let down. It's, it's an mm-hmm. amazing contest. It's mm-hmm. my favorite match ever. Um, and I'm so happy that mm-hmm. I got to pick it because uh, I won the coin toss. Right. Um, yeah, no, it's, and it's, it's hard to argue. Um, even though it might not be my personal, personally my favorite, it's hard to. It's one of those things where it's hard hard to argue. At least in my opinion, it's hard to argue Michael Jordan is the best basketball player ever. Even though I hated Michael Jordan as a kid, I don't hate this match by any means. But you you get what I'm saying. Like just, I don't think there's an argument here. So okay, all right, <laughs> that's fine. I, no, I, I, I I've, I've heard so- other people say it. There's no argument. No, 
that's that's what I'm saying though. Is I'm not trying to argue whether it's the best or not. I'm just saying for me personally, it's not my favorite. My favorite, uh, and there 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 is a quite a few uh, in this um, in this next pack. Uh, you know, you've got that match, and then in that next pack underneath of it, you've got a, a handful of them. Um, you know, Savage Steamboat, the the Sean Razor ladder match. Um, but I prefer another Shawn Michaels match, and that is Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25. Um, it's just... And that's your first pick? It, it is my first pick, yes, to be clear. Um, I just love that match. Um, the whole, you know, from the beginning, uh, the end, you know, Shawn coming down from, the, from the, you know, the heavens, so to speak, and then the Taker coming up fr from the stage... Um, and then they just went at it for, you know, the story goes that match was supposed to, was supposed to get like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and they're like, the heck it is. And <laughs> right. they you, went like, like, you know who we are. Right? Yeah. 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 It's one of those matches. It's funny. Um, this past weekend, um, I had, uh, I had the network on and I'm like, oh, they're showing WrestleMania 25. So I throw, I, I turned it on at one point, and it, and it must have just started because it was the, the Money Bank ladder match was on. So I watched the end of that, and then Kid Rock immediately came on my screen, the screen afterwards. So I'm like, oh, enough of that for a while. Screw this guy. Yeah. I'm going to go take a dump. Yeah. So then I was getting around. Uh, I was going, my dad was playing with, a, with another band uh, this weekend, so I was going to go up and see them. And so I'm like, all right, while well, I'm, well, I'm finishing getting around, let me go see, you know, let me see what, where they're at on the, on the show. I turn it on, it was just getting ready to get started. I'm like, well, I got to shut this off right now, otherwise I'm never going to make it to, uh, <laughs> to see the show because I'm just going to sit here and watch this match all the way through. Um, it's just, I, I don't think I can even tangibly put into words what that match means. Like, it's just... I just love it so much. So um, I remember going in thinking, ah, these guys, they'd come off that run where they, they wrestled for like six minutes at the end of a Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. And everyone's kind of like, oh, that was really, really good. I'd mm -hmm. like to see that. And then they opened WrestleMania the next year. The Rumble next the, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, the Rumble. And it, it was really like, oh, there's that energy again. Uh, but I remember going in thinking, ah, they're kind of they're kind of up there in age. I don't know if it's going to be the greatest. And once again, Sean proved that um, he is the greatest in-ring performer of all time. That match, he he does so much in that mm -hmm. match to make Taker look great. Uh, it's 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 hard to argue that it's his best match. I actually, um, between the two of them, I prefer the Hell in the Cell over this one. Right, uh, right. But it's it's an amazing match. I think the reason why I don't, and it's easy to point up point out uh the reason i don't think it's the best match ever or even uh in the top two or three at wrestlemania is the the botch with taker uh jumping over the top where his legs get caught and he almost kills uh jimmy snooka's kid right uh, that that's a little it was it was it's so bad you can't ignore it to yeah me. but phenomenal storytelling at that point i think it was the closest i ever actually felt to oh taker's gonna lose at mania yeah like it, I thought when Michaels hit him, I think it's like the second super kick, and he falls on him. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, mm -hmm. he's got him!" And then Taker kicks out. And it, you know, this, Sean's got the Mister WrestleMania moniker, uh, and I think really it's 
it's not so much because of his, you know, pre uh, back injury run as it is his. Like, he comes back from the back injury. WrestleMania 19 yeah. steals the show with Jericho. WrestleMania He's 20. He's in the best match of every one every, of those WrestleManias. The only retires. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's insane. Yeah. Like he he's my favorite wrestler ever. So that's the other reason why um it it was my first pick. So No, um, I I don't hate it. Uh pick number 2 for me um uh, is a match that I so I I had a tough time deciding um between whether I would go with this one or the one from the year before, uh, because WrestleMania 2000 was actually the first first WrestleMania I watched when I got back into wrestling. Um, in that era, uh, I went over to my buddy Daryl's house and we 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 bought the pay per view, and that's so that that pay per view, even though a lot of it isn't the best, like it has a special it's place. meeting. But that the Triangle Ladder match was like I. We were, you know, we we taped the pay per view, and I took the tape home. I probably watched that triangle ladder match like ten times over the course of the next like two weeks. Jeez, like I loved it. Um, and then they went and they topped it like the next yeah. year. I mean, they had the first TLC match at SummerSlam that in two thousand, and then TLC two at WrestleMania seventeen, which is my favorite WrestleMania. Um, it's just, uh, you know, you got. Jeff hanging from the belts and Edge spearing him off the ladder. Like that, it's, that it's one all, of those. That's the moment that separates the two matches. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, and then you, you know they each had their their third person like inter- interfere. You know, you had Rhino and Spike Dudley and Lita. Um, the funny, the funny, JR. the funny line <laughs> in hindsight. You know, <laughs> Lita jerking Edge off. The latter, yeah. like so good. Um, no, I just and those three team, like those three tag teams are just when they had that moment on stage at the Hall of Fame last year with the, yeah. those three teams up there. Like I got not misty eyed, but I just like, oh man, like though I just nothing's come, nothing's come close. Mm-mm. They they've never had that chemistry with three teams before that or since. Then. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So it's. I, I again I can't disagree and it's a it's a nice move on your part because it blocks me from getting a, a, like an incredible tag match on mm-hmm. my card. I've got one in my back pocket um but this this was the standard and, and it's a great strategic move it stops me uh from filling my card with a great tag match. Mm-hmm. So uh, kudos to you. Good good job, but because you took that you left me with what I think is is a dynamic duo of matches back, uh, back to back here, and mm-hmm. I'm going to start with WrestleMania 18. We just had the the anniversary a couple days ago. It happened on my birthday, my 18th birthday. Uh, my dad bought me a Red Wings jersey and a Yankees jersey that day, and then I went home and I got to watch The Rock and Hulk Hogan have an incredible matchup. At the time, I remember going in. No one knew what to expect from Hogan. Uh, they had played him up as the heel the whole time, but the minute that music They ran hit, him over with a semi-truck. Well, yeah, they ran the rock over, and like he tried to heal it up the whole time, but the minute he came out in Toronto, that crowd was not having anything other than Hogan's our guy. They crapped all over the rock, and that's 
it's it's kind of a cliche, but it's absolutely true, and I've done it. You can turn the volume off on that match mm-hmm. and watch it, and you can still feel the energy from the crowd because they're so amped up and into everything that Hogan's doing. Mm-hmm. It's incredible, and it's not the greatest technical match. It's sloppy at a couple points. The Rock and Hogan, no one's going to confuse them for being, you know, uh, technical wrestling gods. Uh, but when you're telling a story like they told, and then you throw in Jim Ross at his absolute best mm-hmm. here. Um, and Lawler made the comparison. It's like watching Barry Bonds slug it out with Babe Ruth. And mm-hmm. he makes a comparison too much. He makes it like three times in the match. I just watched the match like a week ago. Uh, but, you know, Jim Ross's call of mm-hmm. uh, when Hogan hits the leg drop and, you know, he, he beat, beat Andre, Andre the Giant with that move. Uh, yeah. th- that might be the greatest just call of a of a uh, of a move like a leg drop ever and then he, mm-hmm. when rock kicks out like that place just goes banana it's well when hogan hulks up mm-hmm. just everything but i get goosebumps thinking about that that reaction uh so that i get the fact that i get this on my card as the number four overall pick mm-hmm. ooh, i'm feeling pretty good and then then i get to follow it up with the greatest intercontinental championship match of all time i'm going macho man randy savage and ricky steamboat very few matches from that era hold up to this mm-hmm. day. And if you go back and watch it, I know it was heavily scripted in Macho Man. Um, well, Steamboat has come out and said, you know, Savage wrote it all down and they had to re- he had to remember from like, what do we do from move 22 to 46 mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, it's performance art. Mm-hmm. I, and the performance is masterful. It it's is. so yeah. good. Um it's, it kicks off a run of Macho Man being on a very uh, Michaels-esque run of being in the mm-hmm. best match year after year mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. And, and there hasn't been an Intercontinental title match at WrestleMania, or really there's only been a couple in history that have come close to touching mm-hmm. it. So uh, I feel pretty... Uh, I said they come close to touching it. There's, there's, you could make a couple arguments, but for the most part... This is the standard bearer mm-hmm. for Intercontinental title matches. So I feel pretty good that my first three picks, I've got uh, Brett Austin, Rock Hogan, Steamboat Savage, and I've still got some stuff in my back pocket Yeah, that, that's that's a pretty good one, two, three. Um, the, only, the only thing I would, um, you know, I thought for sure uh, going into this that if I took the, the TLC match, uh, knowing I couldn't pick another ladder match, that you would pick the Sean Razor ladder match. Um, but uh, you took this one instead, so uh, that's that's good on you. So, because that's actually what in my next uh, on my next block. That's I was going to take that match if you would have taken the ladder match. So that's good on you. That's good. On you. Yeah, you can't. I mean, my dad was at that WrestleMania. He saw that match live. You know, everyone talks about, you know, Hogan slamming Andre, but man, for me, you know, talking about WrestleMania 3, the conversation begins and ends with Steamboat Savage. Yep. Um, and Midget's beating up Bundy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Yes. Um, okay, so for for my third pick then, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, and if you're you're sensing the theme, you're right, um... I'm going to go with Rock and Austin from WrestleMania 17 again. Uh, again, my favorite WrestleMania. Um, this was the rivalry of the hottest uh, point in the business. Yep. Um, and for my money, uh, 
Surprisingly, surprisingly, a lot of people think the 19 match is better. I don't. I, I don't at all. Uh, I just watched the 15 match. It's good. Nothing touches this. This match is great. Um, you know, and I'm actually one of the few people who I don't think it was a mistake to turn Austin heel at the time. Um, I actually I, I liked that. Um, I think in retrospect, if you look what it did to Austin, yeah, sure, sure. But I mean, yeah, I remember at the time being like, "Whoa, that came yeah. out of nowhere." But the um, to this day. Uh, if I hear my way by Limp Biscuit, I crank that song up because it makes me think of, of yeah, the promo this, package. The know. promo package, the "I have to beat you, rock." Yep. The sit down interview with the two of them and Jim more Ross. More than you'll ever know. More yeah. than you'll ever know. Well, um, and the other thing, so something we've touched about on the regular pod, uh, in the weeks leading up to that match. Rock and Austin were getting their hands on each other mm-hmm. every week. Mm-hmm. It was who's gonna get who's gonna get the one upmanship on them this week. Who's gonna do it? and and that built and that's mm-hmm. what helped build that promo yep. package. And they haven't been doing that in the last couple of years really with the WrestleMania main event. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, dude, this is it's a fantastic pick. Yeah. If, um, if if I wasn't left with Rock Hogan, if Rock Hogan wasn't on the table, I probably would have taken Rock Austin. Yeah. But. It's there. I wasn't going to turn it down. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Uh, and then my fourth pick, um, you know, I mentioned the, the Sean Razor ladder match at WrestleMania 10 earlier. If that match is on, in a, isn't on that card, I think this is the match that people talk w- would have been talking about. Um, and it's Bret Hart and Owen Hart. Mm-hmm. It, it opened the show. It was really good. You know, Bret, Bret had the, the title match later in the night, so you weren't sure. And Owen beats him. Um, is And it's just... Um, that rivalry between the two of them for that, it was pretty much almost like a full year. Yeah. Um, you know, they had the, um, I think, I think it's later after this is when they have the, the cage match at SummerSlam. Yeah, SummerSlam 94. 94. But yeah, it's just, I, I think it's a really good match, so. It's, it's, it's a great match. I don't, um. Bret Hart is much. You're a Shawn Michaels guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a Bret Hart guy. I can yeah. watch Bret Hart wrestle mm-hmm. anybody, and I'm, I'm always. Oh yeah. Uh, and then, the, well, and I think what makes this match special too is Owen was kind of an underneath guy at the time, and the idea that he's like you've always overshadowed me and you've always tried to hold me back, Brett. And then uh, you always talk down to me. Yeah, and, and then I kicked your leg out from underneath your leg. <laughs> uh, but Owen winning, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, Owen's on this. Owen's actually on mm-hmm. Brett, and it was clean. There was mm-hmm. no pull, holding the tights or using the rope. He beat Brett clean. Mm-hmm. And I, then you fast forward to the end of the night when Brett beats Yoko and every, you know and every, Owen's standing, standing in the aisle, in the aisleway, just kind of staring at everyone lifting Brett. It's just no, it's good. Great storytelling. I will say I'm kind of surprised uh, that you. I don't want to say wasted, but Bret Hart, Roddy Piper, WrestleMania eight. I know you you've you've probably got another IC title match in your mind. But, yeah, but um, that's the Bret Hart Piper match is what turned me into a Bret Hart guy. Okay. So I really yeah, like no, the one was... with him and Perfect at ninety one, but the WrestleMania match I was like, oh, this guy's great. No, that's it's definitely that's it's definitely up there. Uh, it was it was a tough it was a tough choice between those two. I just think that this is the 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 better of the two, um, you know, my opinion, anyways. So yeah, sure. Uh, so this is this is where Chris's um, generosity uh, plays a factor. I had. Um, I, I completely skipped over 
the match I should have put here the first time because, we, like you said, we were rushed. For my fourth pick, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put Kurt Angle in the ring at WrestleMania 21 with Mr. WrestleMania Shawn Michaels. Um, I mean, that's it's a classic wrestling match. It's one-on-one, two guys uh, in their prime. I know Shawn wrote in his book uh, after the match, Bobby Heenan came up and told him it was the greatest match he'd ever seen. And even though Sean may have had better WrestleMania matches or Angle may have had better matches, um, this is my favorite uh, uh, WrestleMania match for both of them. It's kind of forgotten. And, and that's that's part of the reason why I love it so much is not a lot of people talk about it, but when you go back and watch it, it's it's great storytelling from mm-hmm. start to finish. And it you know it starts with Kurt going after Sean's back, running him angle slam into the, the post, but mm-hmm. then he also works the leg. Sean mm-hmm. rarely, I don't know if he had ever tapped out at this point uh, to anyone. No, he had, but he rarely tapped out at this point in his career, and Kurt, you know, locks him up. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's a great pure wrestling match. Um, The, the build-up to that match, too, was so good. Um, Chinetti coming well, back. Well, so, yeah, I mean, uh, well, it's... First, you got on Raw the one week, the Rockers reunion, yeah. which for me, the Rockers are like it as far as tag, like as much as, you know, as, as an as a older, you know, in in my teens and as an adult now, you know, I'm much more of the, the Hardys, Dudleys, Edge and Christian. But as a kid, the Rockers, the, were, the Rockers were the shit. Yep. Um, so... Um, so to see that, to see the Rockers reunion on Raw, was, and, then and they and Jeanette they came out to the music, and they left the ring by you know hopping over the top rope like they used to. It was so good. And then that you know that week on SmackDown, Jenny wrestled Angle, and it was actually a really good it's like match. Eighteen minute match, it was um, really good. Yeah. And then the best part of all was when Kurt Angle brought out Sherry and sang the sexy Kurt just song. Just sexy Kurt, yeah. And then puts Sherry in the angle. Like, <laughs> so good. So uh, so heelish. Yeah. Um, and it, that was, like, the perfect blend of goofy Kurt and, like, serious ass-kicker Kurt. Like, it was it was so well done. Uh, so, yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's a great one. Yep. And then I'm going to come back. Uh, it's probably not the best uh, uh, world title match, but... It's the best in recent memory. I'm going with uh, Daniel Bryan versus Batista versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania 30. Um, the, just the story leading up to it, and and we'll we'll start going through these a little quicker. We're uh, dragging on here a little bit, but uh, just the story going in. Everyone, it's the last time I remember seeing a baby face that everyone in the crowd wanted to see win. Um, it's it's a it's a good match. I know you think a, a different match on that card is better. Uh, but I, I thought it was the best match on that show, and the just the scene of Brian finally getting the two mm-hmm. titles, uh, taking down two thirds of Evolution in that match, beating Triple H earlier. Mm-hmm. It's to me, it's it's a great world title. That match. um, it's a story that it, it seems like, and not nearly as effectively, seems like they're trying to to retell this year with mm-hmm. uh, with Kofi Kingston, uh, ironically against Daniel Bryan. Yep. Um, but uh, but you know, yeah, that that whole that whole first few months of 2014 was just a really weird but cool time because you had you know Punk leaving and that opened the door for this, and yeah. it just was everything you didn't know like up until a few weeks before like if this was really gonna happen or not. 
Um, Which it wasn't supposed to. It wasn't supposed to, but, you know, they, they had to. Um, Thanks, Phil. The, uh, <laughs> you know, the Occupy Raw segment a few weeks before. Um, and then, yeah, like, my... Honestly, the, the my favorite part of that match is the the Batista bomb and RKO. the RKO yeah, on the table. It's great. Oh, it's so awesome. Um, so yeah, no, that, that's a good pick. Um, so I'm going to at number five. Uh, I'm going to take uh, the first women's match off the board, and this is probably the most recent match that's going to be on either of our uh, cards, and that's uh, from last year: Charlotte versus Asuka. At WrestleMania 34, um, it's hard. It, it's hard to beat. Um, Charlotte is, you know, so good, um, and Oscar's really good too. Um, you can you can have the debate on whether that was the right time to break the streak or not. Um, but it just it was a really good. It was the best match on that card last year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just a really, really good match. And so. one point that I saw, I remember last year after it happened, people were like, that was a really good match for the women. No, that was a really mm-hmm. good match. And Like, I hate when people feel like they have to qualify um, the women's wrestling matches. Oh, it was really good for the women. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's a that's a wrestling Like you said, it was the best match on the card. And arguably, it was, it was the best match on the big four that year. Mm-hmm. Um and then you think back to a couple of years before that when Bailey and Sasha had their match at TakeOver. That wasn't mm-hmm. just the best match in NXT. or yeah. It was my favorite match of the entire year. That's, mm-hmm. So it, it something that always irks me when there, is when, you know, mm-hmm. ah, for the chicks it was okay. Yeah. And then at number six, so I see what you did now. Um, you, you changed. So full disclosure, and like I said, we'll probably post both of these. Um at number four, you originally had Chris Benoit versus Kurt Angle from WrestleMania 17. Yeah. So, so which opened the door for me to take a Benoit match later. So now you're going to make me look like the a hole for taking a Chris Benoit match. Uh, oh, that wasn't that wasn't my logic at all. <laughs> um, you were going to take this match anyway. Um. Well, yeah, probably because <laughs> like outside of the you know the the ladder match and the Sean Razor match and the Steamboat Savage match, like trying to think of a at WrestleMania, a intercontinental title that's as good as like even remotely yeah. in the same stratosphere as those two is difficult. Um, earlier, I talked about the sentimental value of, of, of WrestleMania 2000 that I have, so I'm taking the Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho triple threat, two falls uh, for the intercontinental and European Championship uh, match. Um, and you're also scheming your way into having two secondary titles. It was um, in the same match, oh, so yeah, it, yeah, you know, whatever. you you have two world titles. So in your ma- in your match, uh, you know, they had the the combined titles. So. No, oh yeah, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this it was, was one champion though. Yeah, whatever. They just had two belts. It's not the same as two separate belts. You're yeah. splitting hairs now. Oh, I'm splitting hairs. Um, ironically, you know. So Jericho's my favorite, second favorite wrestler. Um, coming up with like his WrestleMania track record's not the greatest. It's really him and Sean. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, it's him and Sean. Because um, his you know his match with Triple H at eighteen is completely overshadowed by the the Rock Hogan well, match. Well, it's not if you watch it, it's not. It's, it's not, not that, a great match. No. Um, and then yeah, everything else is just kind of uh, under he... like the like for me the, I I. 
because I love both guys, the AJ match I like, but if you really look at it, what it should have been, it's not that great. Same thing with the Kevin Owens match from WrestleMania 33. I thought him and Jericho, or him and Christian at 20 yeah. was really solid. Yeah, that was a good one. You know, he's he's part of the first Money in the Bank match. Mm-hmm. But I already had a ladder match, so I couldn't pick that. But but it's yeah. also, you know, it, it, that wasn't the best match on that show. Yeah. Um, Kind of overlooked because of other things that were on the card. Him and Punk had a great match at 28. Yeah, that's true. They have that's a true. real that it's so unfair what happened, and we'll do we'll talk about this in the Punk episode whenever we get around to that. But it's unfair to those two that that match got overshadowed because they had a Hell in the Cell match with Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker and Triple H involved, and roxy <laughs> yeah um, they are definitely a victim of circumstance on that yeah but but at the same time yeah there's been some duds from jericho at wrestlemania too. yeah but anyway so yeah this was uh just when when angle was starting his ascent um he had only been in the company you know a few months six months at the time. you know benoit had only been with the company a couple months at this time jericho you know less than a year um and I just, yeah, I, I think it's it's a it's a it's a sleeper of a match. I I think so. That's that's my pick at number six. So then uh, you've got one more here, right? Or no, no, nope, you're back to me. Yeah. So then this is where I I took my women's uh, match, and I took Trish versus Mickey James at WrestleMania 22. Uh, up until this point, it was the best women's, in my opinion, best women's match at a WrestleMania. The, the story leading up to it was really good of, of Mickey being obsessed with Trish. And then she was kind of, she was a relative unknown mm-hmm. and she came in and she beat Trish. who was an established act. Uh, got herself in a little trouble with some of her lesbian antics in the match. But when I was 22 watching that, I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and, and unfortunately because of the way women were treated for so long in wrestling there's not a ton of really great yeah. match women's title matches that have been on the show so mm-hmm. um hopefully they 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 continue this trend mm-hmm. of giving them and even act- you know even though that they've been taking the women's wrestling serious more seriously the last few years even up until last year with that uh charlotte oscar match like the um the 32 match the triple threat is okay but it's still it doesn't it's not quite it in the year after that too when they had Naya in in this I think yeah. it was Naya and Bailey and it was Naya and Alexa wasn't it no Naya and Alexa had a singles match last year oh, oh yeah talking at thirty three yep, yep. it, it was a fatal four way with 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 uh, Charlotte uh, uh, Sasha Sasha Bailey and Naya yeah um that it, it's you know didn't quite hit hit it but but yeah no I if after. After Charlotte Asuka, I think that's the best. Seeing as uh, Tris and Lita never had never a had a WrestleMania ne- match, which so. is a little disappointing. Yeah, and then uh, I, I circled back here and I went and got one of my favorites, and I think it's an underrated match. I got uh, uh, the Undertaker versus one CM Punk at WrestleMania 29. Mm-hmm. That's uh, I, I'm a Punk guy. I'm always going to be a CM Punk guy. He, this was the Undertaker's last great WrestleMania match, in my opinion. It uh, far surpassed expectations. Just I, I wanted to get Punk on my card, and unfortunately, the Undertaker doesn't. You know, you talk about a guy who doesn't have a great track record at WrestleMania. Undertaker doesn't have a lot of great WrestleMania matches. It's really the two Sean matches, this match, and the Hell in the Cell match against Triple H. That's pretty much it. But the the seventeen match against Triple H is good too. It's really good too. Um, 
But yeah, other than that, everything else is just kind of there. Yep. Like, he's there, and he does, you know, he beats everyone up until WrestleMania 30. Like, I right? really I really like the, the Randy Orton match, but yeah, it's, not that a, was... it's, not a, it's not a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just, and you know what, maybe I misspoke when I said that, because him and Batista at 23 is pretty good, too. Yeah. Um, but The Undertaker, outside of the Shawn Michaels matches, and I think here at 29, he never had, like, the best match on the card. Considering all the years he's been wrestling at WrestleMania, he's mm-hmm. only got a couple where it's like, oh, that was the best match. Yeah. And did he have the best match at WrestleMania 25 because of him, or was it because Shawn Michaels is in the ring? Right. You know, so. Yeah. So. Yep. My only, my only issue with this match, and the actually the only issue I have with the Hell and Cell match the year prior, is this is when he was in his weird mohawk phase. It yeah. just didn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, so. Um, so for me at number seven, um, going back to my childhood, uh, one that's, I still go back to, and I, it's, it's another one that I can watch over and over. And it's the retirement match between, uh, Savage and Ultimate Warrior. Um, I was a big warrior guy as a kid. Um, explains a lot about you now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, and this, this match is just really good. And it, obviously I think you got, if all props got to go to Macho Man on that one, because I mean, it's until ultimate warrior is not a great worker. Macho Man wrestled a duster in that match is what pretty happened. much, pretty much. Um, and then like he hits them with like five elbow drops. Um, and really like as good as the match is, the aftermath of the match you know, yeah. again, we talk about the moments, you know, the reunion of Macho and Liz. Like, that's just, like, so good. So yep. good. Yeah. I, it's a sleeper. I mean, all the way at number, you know, 14th overall, all the way down at my 7th pick. That's that's a pretty a, a pretty good value, I think. Um, and then at number 8, um, my, so my last two picks, full disclosure, I am going to switch up because, as we said, I, you know, we were a little rushed, and I didn't have a whole lot of time to think, and I picked two that I probably wouldn't have picked normally. So at number eight, I'm going to take um, Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio from WrestleMania Damn 21. It. Um, Damn it. That was one I was going to swap out. <laughs> um, it's uh, At the time, I don't think I appreciated it as much as, as I do now. Um, Eddie's so good. Uh, him and Ray together is just magic. Um, the only thing about that match I remember I didn't like at the time is it was the first time Ray had had wore the mask that wasn't like a full wrap yeah, around. He kept, he kept with messing it. with it, and it, it really took me out of it. It bugged me. It's like Ron the Poner shorts down every time yeah. he stands up. Yeah, but uh, aside from that, it's still a really good match uh, to kick off. Um, what I feel is an underrated WrestleMania. Uh, I'm a big WrestleMania 21 fan, so. Hmm. I, I know I, I really like that show. Um, that that was what I was going to slip in here, and because I was going to switch out one more match, um, but I had a backup in mind. So, because if you look through my uh, my list, I don't have gimmick matches. Mm. I'm gonna throw a gimmick match in here. The unsanctioned street fight between Shane McMahon and Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 17. Yeah, yeah. If only for the fact that that match on that card holds up to everything else that's on there. 
and no one expected it to be. Mm-hmm. You tell me Vince and Shane are going to wrestle like that was going to be awful. And they mm-hmm. they did a, a phenomenal job of hiding all the weaknesses and Shane doing the, the uh, leap across the ring for the first mm-hmm. time. Mick's involved. And that crowd goes, when Linda's in the ring. When she stands up out of that chair and, and nuts, kicks Vince in the and nuts. kicks him in the ball. They come unglued. I love that match. That, yeah, that's a, that's a great match. I, I almost switched to that too. But I already had two from WrestleMania. 17. I didn't want to make it like the WrestleMania 17 show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's that. It's great. Um, Arguably, you could just make the WrestleMania 17 show your dream WrestleMania card because I probably would. To yeah, be all honest, to be honest, it's the best. It's the best pro wrestling card ever. Yeah. If you don't agree, I will fight you. Yeah, well, if you don't agree, you're just an idiot. Yeah. You're, you're looking for an argument at that point. Um, and then for my last pick, I've got to get my tag team title match on there mm-hmm. and. Uh, I'm going to go with WrestleMania 33. The okay. Hardy Boys returning to face Gallows and Anderson, Enzo and Big Cass, and The Bar uh, in a ladder match for the tag team titles. Uh, unbelievable pop when the Hardys... Um, I think my wife still has the video on her phone of our reaction when the Hardys really? music hits. Um we were. That's a little embarrassing. It is, but it's it's funny too because it just goes to show how as old as old as we get, as jaded as we get, as much as you know, you especially, but even me sometimes can be down on the product. They can still produce moments like that where it's you're a kid again, yep. and that that's what that was. Um, I and I get every time like I watch the the 24 documentary on that wrestlemania and they were talking uh, like same thing like i'm just like i just get transported back to that moment of that oh my god like yeah they're really here you right, know because the rumor two, going is two days before that they were rest- they had another ladder match against the young bucks was it two days or was it the night before i'm it, pretty sure it was the night before it could have been the night before yeah um yeah, I'm pretty sure they did the match. Regardless, it's insane that they had two ladder matches that close Yeah, together. in two or three days. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the rumor, like, everyone had been kind of rumors, you know, oh, they're not an impact anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, this is right at the height of the Broken Matt Hardy character. And uh, when that music came on, mm-hmm. just that... And the way they did it with the New Day coming mm-hmm. out, starting to walk to the ring, and then it hits, and that mm-hmm. place goes absolutely mm-hmm. ballistic. Um Great, and we talked about the moments. That's mm-hmm. that's a moment, and the match isn't bad. It's it's not the best tag team WrestleMania no. ladder match. It's not no. their best effort, um, but they were in a ladder match two days before or yeah. the day before. So, yeah. uh, fantastic, fantastic reaction. Uh, and I wish I would have thought of this the first time. Yeah, uh, but glad I get to fill my card. With yeah, that match. yeah. Um, so my last match, uh, and. <laughs> You're you're gonna crap on this one. Uh, so originally I picked the ga- gimmick battle royal because I'm gonna add some camp comedy. I decided, nah, I don't want that. Um, and again, this goes to the moments thing. I'm gonna pick Triple H and Sting from WrestleMania 31. Uh, and it's not because it's a great match or anything, uh, but that WrestleMania aside. So there's the <laughs> there's Brian winning the Intercontinental Title. Uh, after coming back from injury. And then there's that that great ending to the Seth Orton match, the, the RKO, RKO out of out of the uh the stomp. Out of the heavens. Yeah. 
Um, and then, you know, the end of the night when Seth comes back out um, to, to cash in money in the bank. But in the middle, and Ronda, Ronda, Ronda's first appearance on WWE t- TV. I, I um, think you started off wanting to shit on this show, and then you're slowly talking yourself into, oh yeah, there wasn't there wasn't as many bad moments. No, actually, there's a lot like, of good. Like, there's a lot of good. Like it's I was I'm going through. Like I didn't think it was a bad show, but as I'm going, I'm going wow, that actually was a was a lot better show than what I give it credit for. Rusev um, drove a goddamn tank to the ring. <laughs> exactly, Rusev in the tank. My favorite, probably my favorite moment of the night, besides Seth cashing in is in the middle of this match when you hear all of a sudden, you know, break it down and out comes running DX and you're like, Oh my God, it's DX. Well, the NWO came out first. No, DX came out first. DX came out first to give Triple H the advantage. And then the NWO music hits and the NWO saunters to the ring. And then in all the confusion, all of a sudden Shawn Michaels pops up out of nowhere and super kicks things head off. Yeah. Like amazing. Like, the, the the two factions of, of the Monday Night Wars going at it on the outside. You thought Kevin Nash blew his quad out again. Um, it's, <laughs> he did, actually. He probably did. Um, it's just, it's it's a fun, you know, it gets... X-Pac in the middle switching shirts. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it gets, you know, that's a match that gets crapped on because, oh, of course, Triple H had to beat the WCW guy, blah, blah, blah. Rightfully so. Fine. If that if that's the hill you want to die, you know, go ahead. But just as far as just, it's just fun. Like that, the middle yep. of that match is just fun. Yep. No, I'll give you that. I, I'm not going to crap on it, but I also, um, you know, and we've talked about this for years with each other. <laughs> Why would the NWO help sting? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it didn't, it didn't make sense. <laughs> But again, at the time... Again, the moment. Yeah. It was, I think it was the first time uh, Scott had been in like a WWE ring in a long, long mm-hmm. time. Um, Hogan's out there. Yeah, I get it, man. Like, if, you, if you're going to go for... And especially being your last pick. Mm-hmm. Not it. Not I'm not going to yeah. crap on it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, um, I had a, a lot of problems with the, uh, <laughs> the Triple H going over him and... Um, the whole why why would the NWO? Like, yeah, Sting's whole thing was anti NWO, except for the Wolfpack. Right, but the guys that that yeah. So well, yeah, whatever. whatever continuity and all that kind of. Um, is there anything we missed? Any any glaring omissions? Well, I think it's it's odd that neither one of us have a John Cena match, considering he's been the face of the company for fifteen years. It is. It is interesting. Um, but I think that I think that's more of a, a a factor of his best WrestleMania moments have come against guys that have had far better mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Or moments. they, you know, he was in the title picture for a long for a, a lot of years. Um, with the parameters we set, that kind of eliminates a lot of those matches. I considered um, putting him in um, uh, Bray. That was good from WrestleMania. Yeah, I considered swapping that out, but. I, I didn't. I'd rather have McMahon versus McMahon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's he's his best WrestleMania match. I think was against Sean at WrestleMania twenty three. Mm-hmm. As we said, Sean's had probably ten better matches mm-hmm. than WrestleMania. Yeah. Realistically, at least mm-hmm. five. So, yeah. uh, unfortunately, he's just a victim of circumstance. I think. 
And let's not forget that that made us both very angry that night. So yeah, I quit watching wrestling for six months after that match. Yeah, well, uh, the first of many times you quit watching watching wrestling out of protest. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yet I always come back. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a Hogan match on mine, but again, he was especially the early early years. He was always in the world title picture, um, and none of those matches, as far as the match quality touch uh my you know rock austin match yeah um you know the moment of him slamming andre that on its own is probably the most i it's it's that it's Shawn michaels repelling from the ceiling at wrestlemania 12 and it's the spear in the lat in the tlc match those are like the three that you know you're gonna see in any Every... kind of wrestlemania highlight package yep um, yeah, the fact that he's in the world title match every time. Yeah. I mean, I can make the argument that Hogan and Savage is is a great... It's not only just a great Hogan match. Mm-hmm. It's a great world title. It's arguably a top five world title match. Mm-hmm. When you go back and watch. It's a, it's a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Then you consider the two men involved. Then you consider the build to it. Mm-hmm. I could have made it. It's case. definitely one of the greatest stories ever told that they've ever yeah. told. Uh, but yeah, no, I, it's, it's, it's up there, but again, I, I, I had to go with the, the Rock Austin one. No, so. I, I get it. Um, no Lesnar on our, either of our cards. Um, see for me, um, you know, I, I've up until like the last year or so I've, I've dug the, the current incarnation of him just suplexing people. Um, but other than that, I was never really a Lesnar guy. Um. You know the match at WrestleMania 19 with Kurt is good, um, except for the botch at the except end. for the botch at the end, um, which is a big <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's a pretty pretty glaring one. Um, but other than that, like I can't really think of. I mean that Goldberg, the first Goldberg match is terrible. Uh, the second one's really good, but the second one's good. The title match that's it's, eight it's, minutes long. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, you got what you thought you were going to get the first time. Uh, ten years prior, you could make the argument, and you can make the argument that Lesnar Taker is more important than Punk Taker. It's uh, more important, but I don't think it's better. Yeah, and, and for me, I have to get CM Punk on my card. Yeah, um, and Punk his his best match aside from this at a WrestleMania was with Jericho mm-hmm. for the title, so that is out of the picture for me. Uh, no Roman. Yeah, which says I mean, a lot about. He hasn't had, like, a great WrestleMania match. No. I mean, the first Lesnar match, like, that was a good match up until, like, Seth uh, came down with the Money in Bank. That was a pretty good match up until that point. I think people forget that. Um, but, again, he's always in the title picture. But, again, he's always in the, the title picture. Taker. Um, and yeah. And then that match was not very good at all. Yeah, so. that match is really bad. Um, and I think, a lot, like, his the crowd reaction goes a lot plays a lot into... Uh, how we, we perceive his matches too. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's tough when you're you got a guy who's supposed to be the babyface and you've got you know especially at a mania where you've got everyone's eighty like percent at least eighty percent people booing him. Like it's a it's a disconnect um, as far as thinking if something's better or worse than what it actually is. I think so. I think one match we both missed. Uh... And again, I probably should have thought of this, but I mean, there's been so many matches, and I should have taken this over um, Seth and or not Seth, um, 
Shane versus Vince, mm-hmm. uh, Mick Foley versus Edge at WrestleMania 22. That that was one of the other ones I was I thought of, but then I I was I couldn't because I already had Edge in a match. Right. But but yeah, no, that's that's definitely. I mean, that's Foley's WrestleMania moment. It really yeah, is. it really is. I mean, up until that, yeah, he was kind of. My, my biggest problem with that match is up until the and I'm a Mick Foley guy. He's. He's top three all time for me. I love me. He's yeah. Uh, my biggest problem with that match is it's essentially a carbon copy of the Randy Orton match until he goes through the fire at the end. Yeah. Which I know I'm saying until he gets burned yeah, alive. Yeah. Uh, but when you go back and you watch that match, it's uh, it's just, it's it's the Randy Orton backlash 2004 match. Right. Just with a different guy in it. Yeah. And hey, if, I'm not saying it's a bad match or mm-hmm. that it's bad because of it. It just. Um, that falls another match that I, I couldn't put on there because of, of the rules, but another one I want to uh, give an honorable mention to. Uh, it kind of gets uh, overshadowed by the the other world title match on this card, um, but I, th- I I enjoyed it just as much. was Eddie and Kurt from WrestleMania 20. Yep. Um, I really enjoy that match a lot. Um, so... No, I, I, I agree. That's that's a good one. Um, we, <laughs> it, It's unfortunate. Well, not unfortunate, but the way this is set up, just things have to kind of yeah. Get, yeah. get ignored. So This would be interesting. You know, uh, it would be really interesting if we had like even one more person going. Like, it would be really interesting. It would be really um, tough. You'd have to go for some deep dives. Yeah, too. you really would. You'd have to really do your research. But it, it, would, it would also probably, you know be a lot of fun that way too but um so yeah so that's that's it that's the uh the wrestlemania draft um like i said we're gonna i'm gonna you know we're gonna post both of these on our social media um and then we want your we want your cards yeah exactly we want we want to using the same parameters um and and you're gonna have the benefit of your you're pretty much have uh carte blanche carte blanche you don't have anyone up against uh so we yeah, we want to see what your guys' what your nine matches are. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. It is it's nine matches. That's the yeah. That's the thing we forgot. I forgot to explain. We uh, we what we did was we took the average uh, number of matches at WrestleMania, excluding the the uh, WrestleMania four tournament, on uh, came like it was between nine and ten. So we settled on nine because um, we thought that was a that was a perfect length. So. Sounds like we should have went ten because we both had matches. Where we were like, ah, I left this one off there. Yeah, but whatever. But and you know. <laughs> That that would have taken some of the challenge out of it. Sure. So, yep. And I, I like like I said, I love this idea. I think we should do it again come SummerSlam yeah, season. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so, well, again, Chris, thanks for coming up with this idea. It's, uh, I, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. No, it's a it's a had a lot of fun reminiscing and, and talking about uh, some great WrestleMania moments. And we'll so. have to do it again next year because we know that this year's WrestleMania card is going to knock like six matches off this. No, ne- we'll do the reverse. We'll try and do the absolute worst and see how many from this year. Yeah, but we'll have to limit it to you can only take one match off of WrestleMania 9. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. 